Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey guys, today I want to talk about how important it is to let the people around you grow. This is something that I have grown in as a person and as a leader. And it's one of those things that now has become one of my greatest joys is to watch people step into their leadership, watch their capacities grow. And it's an it's an amazing part of my life now. But in the beginning, when I was entrusted with responsibility, I found um, other leaders, I would try to navigate it. Like, wait a second, what does this mean for my world? If you're going to be doing this, then who am I? Where's my identity? What, what am I contributing to this equation? If you're going to be a leader as well, but this is what I've learned. The whole world is in need of roses and there is room for roses. There's room, there's room all over the world for just somewhere else that a rose can come up and a rose can even come up right next to you. And it's beautiful and it doesn't make you, you any less beautiful or any less significant or any less special. And it's one of those things in my life that I've learned to create space and I want to get even better at this, but this is one of my highlights. My life highlights is watching somebody else flourish in their gift. And a lot of times people are cumbersome and awkward at first when you start entrusting them with things. And I believe that I definitely was. And you start finding your way in life. And the cool thing is things can be done lots of different ways. You can arrive to the same conclusion and everybody contributes a different facet and different perspective and that's what makes the diamond beautiful are different edges and getting to see things from different angles and just because I see it a certain way doesn't mean we have to do it the same way I do it and I've learned that as a leader and at first it was pretty painful and awkward because I would watch other people and I'm just like you're doing it wrong (laughs) you're obviously doing it wrong because the way I do it is right and now of course I know it's right to me but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the only way to get the job done. In fact, I've actually found that as I have removed my grip off of things and allow the people around me to do things the way they want them done, it's an amazing, cool thing to see. I've grown a lot. I've learned a lot from the different perspectives around my life. And I work hard as a leader to create an environment where people can flourish. You've heard, of course, the concept, there's no dumb idea in brainstorming. And we know that's not true. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But creating a safe space for people to throw out crazy ideas is really fun and not shooting them down immediately and just really listening has provided some really cool ideas. And we I try to implement as many things as I can that keep whatever the project is true to the primary vision. And this is what I've learned. If I lay down the bones of a script or of an album or of a book or whatever, and for the books, of course, it's a little different because I'm writing them. But let's say mainly for the script. If I lay down the bones of the idea, this is the story. This is where we're going. These are the main points I want to hit. And then I start filling in the meat around it all. And I start really building the dialogue and building the songs because I write musicals, build the songs around it. And I start really working on this thing. By the time it's ready to be clothed and dressed up, it can be dressed up and clothed a lot of different ways and still work. And so 
I used to want it exactly the way I saw it. And I would be devastated if it was not the shade of blue that I saw and the exact uh, layer on layer on layer on layer of the things that I wanted. And I would really fight for those things. And I think in a lot of settings that has its place and it's okay and it's right. And that's your prerogative as a leader. You know, if you're creating something and that it's okay with you to not have extra hands on it, that's totally fine. But in my sphere of what I'm doing, one of the things I'm doing is raising up leaders. That's one of my primary jobs. That's one of my primary goals is to bring people up around me, fill the whole garden with roses. That's my goal. We've got rose bushes going. It's like put the trellis up and let all the roses go as high as they want up this trellis. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I want as many people flourishing around me as possible. And so that is part of my goal. When I go to build a show, I have 100 to 200 people in the cast, in the crew, in the costume team, in the music department, in all the lighting, sound, all the different elements, and everybody comes together. And I used to want to hire hands. I'm like, this is what I see. This is the color. This is the shade of red. When it hits, it goes beep, beep, beep. And when that sound hits, I want it to go red. And I want it to go this shade of red. And that's what I see. And that's what I need. And there is a place and time for that. But I only have a couple moments like that in a show now. And now I'm much more coming at it from the angle of, I want it to feel like this. Can anybody top the idea? I've heard Disney calls it plussing the idea. Can we plus this idea? I love that. And I have now created a space where there's a creative energy where everybody gets to see their fingerprint on it. And one person has this idea and one person has that idea and it's so much more fun. And I probably have blind spots and it feels really good to me. And so I hope it feels really good to the whole team. We'd have to ask all of them. I'm about to go into a meeting with all of them, uh, with my leadership team, but I'm hoping that's what I endeavor to do. And of course, I can always grow. But I wanted to talk about another thing, another element of this. First of all, don't micromanage. That's what I'm saying. That's to sum all of this up. It's open your hand and let people show you what they have to offer instead of closing your grip and demanding it's done your way. If someone is allowed to do it their way, let's see how they do it. It might be better than your way. And it might be more interesting and they might have a totally different perspective. And that's the beauty of all of us. That's why the big crayon box is a beautiful thing because there's lots of shades of blue and it just makes it better. So that's one thing. It's hard as a creator. It feels very painful at first, but once you get going with it, it just, you kind of don't want to do anything any other way. It's really cool. It's really, really cool to watch. Okay. The other thing is when people change, let them. I, as, as people are growing, I mean, I guess in a good way is more what I mean. As I watch people go from you know, shy to all of a sudden bold. I don't go, I'm just so proud of you. You're so bold. Everybody look at her. She's so bold now. She used to be so shy and now she's bold. What does that do? It puts somebody right back in their cave. And so instead, I just work hard to just kind of ignore it. It's like watching somebody grow. And then if I want to praise them for something amazing they've done that wouldn't be embarrassing or put them on the spot, then in private, I would say, man, that was so awesome what you contributed. I'm so proud of you. You did such a good job. That was awesome. If it's something that I can say publicly that I don't think will make them feel embarrassed, then I do. But I'm not like, hey, remember how you did that really annoying laugh in front of everybody? I'm so glad you got over it. And I see people do this stuff where they make people feel so dumb. And this is the thing. You pushing somebody behind you never puts you ahead. It just makes you look like a jerk. And everybody can feel it. 
everyone in the room knows if you're being a jerk, everybody knows it. Trust me, I've done it. And in more immature times or in, in seasons where my identity was more in being the leader and being the boss, I would want to make sure everybody knew I was in charge. And now I've been in charge for so long that I'm like, I wish nobody knew I was in charge because it is a lot of responsibility and I'm exhausted over here. <laughs> but the truth is a true leader doesn't have to constantly throw out the peacock feathers to show everybody they're the boss. Everybody just knows they're the boss. And by the way that the team treats you and by the honor and respect that you earn by being there early, picking up trash, living the life that you're expecting other people to live, being honoring of the people that are around you, all those things, they you earn the right to be heard. And your respect increases as your life is true. And if you are just constantly peacocking around trying to show everybody how big of a deal you are, how big of a deal you are. It's so off-putting that people aren't following you with an honesty in their heart where they're truly saying, I want to be where that person goes. They're saying, I'm here because I have to be. And that's not a fun place to be at. And so I think the first stop with being a leader is you check yourself, check your own self and being whatever it is that you actually want to reflect. If you want people to be honest, you be honest. If you want people to be free to speak up, create an environment that you don't make them feel dumb and you be free to speak up. And I repent quickly. There are times that I'm like, guys, guys, I just want to say I was really wrong and I'm sorry I didn't handle that well. That was really hard. That's like very humbling. But I remember there was a time a couple years ago that something happened and I didn't handle it well. I was overly tired. I wasn't taking good care of myself. I was run thin and I just acted like it. And I remember getting really upset about a situation that was an upsetting situation. But when you are in a better position, you can handle it better. And I just didn't handle it great. And then I had to get up in front of everybody and say, guys, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have handled it that way. It was terrible. The cool thing is I believe in giving a well-rounded perspective and not just trying to present something. I believe in showing that side of saying, I humble myself and I was wrong, even though it's horrible to be the person that has to, but you know what's worse is not humbling yourself and being humbled. That is worse, where somebody something else happens to humble you instead of you just going, it was me, I'm so sorry, I repent, I didn't do the right thing and I'm sorry. So I've definitely grown as a leader and I've learned that if I want people to operate at a certain capacity, I want to be the first one that's there. And not in the way things appear, but in the way things truly are. Like the people absolutely closest to me saying, that is true. Not, guys, can you tell everyone this is true? <laughs> not in projection, but in lifestyle. And so I just want to encourage you to be big enough to let people be big around you. Be big enough to want the ones around you to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be afraid that whatever they do is gonna overshadow what you do. I feel like it's the opposite. The better people are around you, the better that you are. And the more that you can make room for people to be great, the greater you become. And we're only as good as the people around us. We're only as good as our team. I feel like every single thing in our lives rises and falls on team. I really do believe that. And I feel like it's important that there's really clear communication. I feel like it's important that there's love and a safe environment to be able to be honest. I think that's really important. And we can say this is a safe environment, but the second somebody says something that hurts your feelings or makes you feel like 
great. I, I put this staff meeting together for you and you don't even care or whatever. Like it steps on the toes of something that was important to your heart. It checks you to, to see, am I really somebody that can be told the truth? And it's a terrible feeling. I, I hate it. It's a hor- Nobody likes it. It's like, oh, good. Correct me. Oh, I'm so glad I did something stupid that hurt your feelings or that didn't set you up to succeed as a leader. And now you're going to confront me with it. Oh, good. You know, hit me where it hurts. Like, that's where it, what it feels like. But what's worse is being so tender and sensitive that nobody can tell you the truth, that everybody knows your situation but you. And that's the alternative. And so as I'm getting ready to go into this meeting with my dream team of leaders, I'm so excited to see them. We'll be talking about who we can raise up, who we can empower, what they need from me in order to do a better job as leaders, what I can do to set them up to succeed. And the conversation would have been a lot different 10 years ago. I would have been so excited to tell everyone what I've created. I would be so excited to tell everybody more about myself. And now it's just not about me at all. At all. Now to the point where I'm like, can you guys run the meeting? Okay, cool. Because I can't be there because I have a million other responsibilities, which is amazing. I've been entrusted with more. If you are consistent to do a good job with what you've been entrusted with, you will be entrusted with more. And it's a fun fact and it's a painful fact and it's a wonderful fact. But I also am all about passing those responsibilities on and making sure I'm helping other people to grow and increase in their capacity as people and as leaders. And you know what? It's really painful to watch. The other point I want to make is when you are helping somebody to grow, it is really painful when they are experiencing things that make them grow because It's just like I've used this example before as a baby is pushing themselves up to stand up to walk or my little niece lyric who I adore. I want to, you know, teach her everything and just be like, trust me, don't do that. You know, trust me, don't jump off the couch or whatever. But she has to jump off the couch in order to realize, oh, okay, I don't want to do that anymore because I'm not good at landing yet or whatever. And of course, we set her up to succeed and we avoid any pain. We're not like learn yourself, kid, but we're, we're like oh man, she, she bumped her head or whatever. And it's such a bummer, but we realize she's not going to be doing that again. And sometimes as a leader, you're watching people do things and you're just like, I just take it, take my word for it. That doesn't work. You can't just make that change that fast like that. You have to have the right people and it has to be explained well, and you have to do this and this and this. And instead you just got to go, they don't have the ability to listen to me right now to give them this wisdom they basically don't have the terms to understand what I'm even saying because they haven't been there yet. It's like trying to describe a place that somebody hasn't been to. And so every time I am trying to say, no, if you go in there, it's going to be crazy and it's super cold and get a coat and da, 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 da. And they're like, oh, it's fine. Then they're like, oh my gosh, it was freezing in there. I'm like, and I don't say I told you so. I think it's really annoying when people are like, I told you so. I told you so. So I had someone like that in my life and I made a decision to work really hard to just not even put that look out there of like, you know, I, I you could have avoided this one if if uh, you would have listened to me. I just don't even go there because I'm like, that doesn't benefit this person. It doesn't benefit this beautiful person. I am trying so hard to spread their wings and increase their capacity. Why would I shut them down and just try to like smack them around? It's like they already feel dumb. They already know they're wrong. They already experienced that you're right. They know you're right. Why say it? Let them say it. And so I definitely have worked on that. And it's a habit 
it's like a habit. It's easy to get into. So I've just worked to raise the people up around you, you know, make a beautiful community where it's easy for people to grow and to excel and then celebrate when they grow and excel, but not in an annoying patronizing way, but in a way that you are respectful and honorable where they are proud. And even if somebody gets a new haircut, they're working on their fitness. I mean, there are definitely days that I'm like, you're so ripped. You look so buff. But I only say it if I mean it. If you don't mean it, then everybody can tell. And it's cheap. You know, flattery is cheap. But truly complimenting somebody is just great. And I think it all comes down to the heart. It's not the words. It's all about the heart. Are you saying this so that they'll like you? Are you saying this to blow them up? I don't know. I just have learned that, that there's a difference where you truly look at somebody and you just honor them. It goes in really in a great way and it, it contributes to their growth instead of to their ego. And I think there's a huge difference. So I just want to encourage you, whatever your circle is, you're a leader. If you believe it or not, you are. Somebody is following you. Somebody's watching you. Somebody's looking up to you. Even if you're 10 years old, somebody's looking up to you. That's how life works. There's always somebody ahead and there's always somebody beneath. So do what you can to make an environment conducive to growth around you where you want people to be able to tell you exciting things that are going on in their lives and not feel like you're going to feel left out or sad. Instead, you're like, this is awesome and mean it. You're not like throwing a this is awesome party so loud and so weird it's insincere. Instead, it's just like, this is really cool. I am so excited for you. I just think that letting people grow is a, a true sign of maturity. And, oh man, as an artist, I know it's hard because I've been there. But their advancement does not mean that you are not succeeding. I think there's room for everybody to grow. The world needs more roses. It's true. The world needs more people that are beautiful and that are contributing something great. And so make sure to be helping the people around you, not becoming a hater of the people around you, even if it's on accident. Awesome, you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back to talk more soon.